Good afternoon. Um, welcome. I'm delighted that you have joined so that we can together listen and hear what God has prepared for us today. Praise be to God. Um, there are three parts to my calling. Part number one is to preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, which is the good news. Um, that is to say that anyone who has not yet given their life to Jesus should be convinced that Jesus is indeed Lord and ultimately they give their lives to Jesus. Part number two is anyone who um, had backslidden, anyone who was lost, anyone who was disappointed in the Lord comes back and realizes that indeed there is still hope in the Lord. And part number three is to simply encourage and provide a hope using the word of God. 33% of the year has now passed and for some the distance from God, Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit might seem almost impossible to close. When you hear, um, then you consider frustrations from short-term plans, ideas that have not yet happened. It is easy to lose hope and be tempted to think that God is not on your side. Praise the Lord. And ultimately, this builds frustrations that causes people to shift further from God. So I want us to pray for guidance and wisdom. All right. So before I can get into the scripture and teach what God has given me for you, I want you and I to stand together in faith and ask God to help us with wisdom and to guide us in every choice and decision that we make in the year 2022. Join me in prayer. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you and we bless you for this moment, O oh God. We appreciate you, Father, that you have made it possible that, Lord, we have an opportunity to listen and to hear the word of God once more. And God, before we can speak, we can teach what you have given I, Father, I pray, God, for guidance and wisdom. Lord, your son, your daughter, your children, the ministries, they need guidance, Father, for them to move forward. Lord, in every relationship and circumstance that they find themselves in, they need guidance to move forward. And Lord, there is a desire for wisdom because without it, it is possible, Jehovah, that they will miss opportunities. Without it, it is possible that God, they will lose hope in you. Without wisdom, it is possible that they will lose trust and focus on what lies ahead of them. Therefore, this moment, O oh Lord, as your servant, I am leading them, O oh God, into a prayer for guidance and wisdom. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, I ask that as a helper, may you help them that they may apply wisdom in every situation that they may encounter in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray that, Father, even though at times they may feel frustrated, at times they may feel like giving up, at times they may lose hope, at times it may seem like they are all left alone, I pray that in those moments, oh God, may you show up and guide them, oh Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. I know that others may be at a crossroad in their life, they may be at a crossroad in their relationship. They may be at a crossroad with their children. They may be at a crossroad in their finances. They may be at a crossroad in their health, oh God, where they don't know which direction to take. I pray that, Holy Spirit, may you guide them in the mighty name of Jesus. Frustrations will never end, oh Father. But when they show up, Lord, I pray that give them comfort, give them understanding, Show them, O oh Lord, what they need to do in those moments in Jesus' name. Lord, I give you praise and I give you honor. 
that Father, as I teach, O oh Lord, provide the grace for understanding, provide the grace for insight, that this word, my Father, will add meaning to their life. It will add meaning to their spiritual life. It will add meaning to every journey they take. It will add meaning to everything they do in this year, my Lord. In Jesus' name, Father, we say thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. So that's a prayer asking God for wisdom and guidance. Now, it doesn't end here. Uh, for me, I, I end there because I have got the rest of the message to teach. But for you, I would ask you that find a time today, tomorrow, in the week, next week, whenever it suits you, find a time and keep asking God for wisdom and guidance over your life. Praise the Lord. Now, I have got a message indeed, and the message that I have to share today is on a title, It's Not Too Late. It's Not Too Late. Open your Bible with me from the book of Hosea, chapter 6, from verses 1 to 3. Hosea, chapter 6, verses 1 to 3. I'll give you a moment to open the book of Hosea. And as you're doing so, um, if possible, do share the link with someone else. Share the link with others, friends, invite them. Um, let them know that the pastor is online and he's teaching the word of God. Hosea chapter 6, verses 1 to 3. It's not too late. Let me read. Come, let us return to the Lord. He has torn us to pieces. Now he will heal us. He has injured us, now he will bandage our wounds. In just a short time he will restore us, so that we may live in his presence. Verse 3. Oh, that we might know the Lord. Let us press on to know him. He will respond to us as surely as the arrival of dawn, or the coming of rains in early spring. Father, thank you for the reading of the scripture. This is the word you have provided, you have given my father for me to use in a teaching on the subject, it's not too late. Lord, I know that God, there are specifics that you have provided my father in this message, which have to be taught. And I believe that there are also revelations which I don't even know of, which you are going to reveal as I teach. I pray, Father, for the spirit of attention upon each one listening and watching, that God may they pay attention and may they find the Lord this word useful in their life, useful in their family, useful over the plans that they have in the mighty name of Jesus. May this word, the Lord, cause them to have wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, the book of Hosea, chapter 6, from verse 1, what the word of God is saying is that, come, let us return to the Lord. Now, that statement can only come at a time when someone is no longer in the presence of the Lord. That statement can only come to someone who is no longer close to God. This statement can only come to someone who perhaps was lost or had taken a direction and drifted further from God. And the word of God is saying, come, hallelujah. There is um, an invitation to say, come and let us return to the Lord. Come and let us go back to God. Come and let us return to the basics of worshiping God. 
Let us return to the basics of praising God. Let us return to the basics of reading the word of God, of studying the word of God. Let us return to the basics of finding time to research and learn what God is about, who God is to man, who Jesus Christ is to man, who the Holy Spirit is to mankind, who the angels are to you and I. Hallelujah. What God has spoken about your life, about my life, about church ministry, about worship, about anything and everything that has to do with the kingdom of God. And here it continues to say, he has torn us to pieces, now he will heal us. Hallelujah. Now, this is to say that when I mention that it is not too late, what I mean is it is possible that you may be punished by God because of what you did. I may be in trouble in my life now because of what I have done, which was against God's plans, God's purpose, God's words. Hallelujah. The same way when a child has done something wrong, as a parent, you reprimand the child. Hallelujah. You correct the child so that they do not repeat the same mistake, so that that mistake does not come back to affect or to affect them negatively in life. Praise God. So God as a father, God as a caring father, what he does is at times when you and I have gone astray, at times when you and I have not obeyed, at times when you and I have done the complete opposite of what God expected of us, God has to reprimand us. God has to you know, correct us. God has to make sure we understand the importance, the value of what he is trying to teach us. And the word of God in the book of Hosea is saying that, listen, even though now your life may appear to be in pieces, even though now you may appear to be in, 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 in trouble, even though nothing seems to be happening for you, the Bible says, return to God, for God has the power, the ability to heal. Hallelujah. If you are speaking of physical healing of your body, maybe you are struggling with a sickness. Maybe you are struggling with a disease. Maybe there is a condition that you are battling with in your life. A condition that has resulted to you having to take medication every day. A condition that has resulted to you having to go for physical therapy. A condition that has resulted to you not enjoying life because there is constant pains in your body. The word of God is saying return to God because God can heal you. Hallelujah. You may have tried different doctors. You may have tried different methods. You may have tried different approaches. Maybe you have been taught to say there are specific massages or you know, therapies that you can pursue and your condition is going to improve. But it is possible that the more you were pursuing those methods, your condition was not improving or maybe it was even getting worse. Hallelujah. And the word of God is saying, return to God and God is able to heal you. It's not too late. Hallelujah. And he says he has injured us. Now he will bandage our wounds. You see, as I was saying when I read this uh, scripture, to say, it is possible that the, the, the pain, hallelujah, that you are experiencing now, the challenges that you are facing now are as a result that God has purposely allowed them in your life. The word of God is then saying that you return to God if you have got an injury while you are passing through those challenges, God will bandage you. God is going to nurse those wounds. God is going to cover those wounds. God is going to cover those holes that you have got. 
God is going to cover those uh, painful uh, areas of your life that you have experienced or encountered because of you going astray from the presence of God. Hallelujah. Now, this message is coming because there is a need for us to remember that, yes, I can come and encourage you. Yes, I can come and speak positive words to you. Yes, I can come and speak words of hope to you. Yes, I can come and tell you of God's goodness over your life. Yes, I can come and tell you of God's goodness over your family. But one thing remains, your relationship with God is vital. If that relationship is broken, it needs to be fixed as a matter of urgency. If that relationship is in ruins, it needs to be repaired as a matter of urgency. The reason I say this is none of us, not even for me as a pastor, know the day that God is going to call us from this planet Earth. If people knew the day that they, would, they were going to leave Earth, they would have fixed things. They would have said their stories. They would have amended their relationships. They would have gone and made sure that nobody is, uh, has got a grudge with them. They would have made sure that everyone is happy with them. Hallelujah. But because there is no warning about when we leave earth, then that's why it's important that your relationship, my relationship with God comes first. Hallelujah. We can spend hours talking about prosperity. We can spend hours talking about our joy. We can spend hours talking about success. We can spend hours talking about academics, talking about marriages, talking about uh, uh, wealth, talking about businesses, talking about all the pleasures of the world. But one thing that remains vital is your relationship with God. Hallelujah. Because you see, one thing that the world has discovered is that there is nothing that you can take with you from planet Earth. There are people who were billionaires, people who had all the fame you can think of, people who had all the popularity you can imagine. But when the day came for them to depart planet Earth, not a single person was able to take all, any of those things with them when they died. Hallelujah. So when I am saying that it's not too late, I am preaching to you. I am speaking to you that mend your ways. Hallelujah. Repair your ways. And this is not only for you. It is even for me as a person, me as an individual, that I need to mend my ways. I need to fix my ways. I need to fix my relationship with my God. Because when he is calling me, hallelujah, he is not going to call me in a group. He's not going to call me uh, in a society. He's not going to call me in a community. He's not going to call me in a nation. He's not going to call me on a continent. Rather, he's going to call me as a Tadala. Even though I can depart the earth with other people that we perish or we go same day or same time, um, the fact remains individually you are going to be held accountable by God. Hallelujah. God is not going to be calling groups. God is not going to be calling, you know, our partners. Hallelujah. But God is rather going to be calling you as an individual to say, how is your relationship? How was your relationship? How were you with me the moment that you were leaving the earth? Did you fix your affairs? Did you fix your household? Did you amend your relationships? Did you make sure that there was no grudges? Did you make sure that everything was well? Were you living in harmony, in peace with all men? Hallelujah. You see, we get angry, yes. We get upset, yes. But did you know that any time, any moment, God can call you home? Now, this is not the type of message that people like to hear. I know. 
because people want to hear the hallelujah, the take your time, the praise God, the go deeper type of message. Hallelujah, the message where there is a lot of noise. But this is the truth. At times you need this type of a message to say to you, it's not too late to return to God. Hallelujah. I don't know how long you have been walking with Jesus. I don't know even if you are walking with Jesus. I don't know when was the last time you spoke to God. I don't know when was the last time you communicated with Jesus. I don't know when was the last time you read your Bible. I don't know when was the last time you had faith in God. I don't know when was the last time you worshipped God. I have no idea when was the last time you praised God. And to be honest, that is not my business. Hallelujah. So the question is, uh, how, are, are you going to take the time to amend your ways with Jesus? Because with him, he's saying it is not too late. Hallelujah. And he says, my God, he says in verse number two of Hosea chapter six, he, in just a short time, he will restore us so that we may live in his presence. Hallelujah. But this cannot happen if you do not come. So you have to connect this to verse number one, where he says, come, let us return to the Lord. Meaning there is a moment for a decision to be made. Tadala has to make a decision. Michael has to make a decision. Mary has to make a decision. John has to make a decision decision. Hallelujah. So what am I saying? Tabo has to make a decision. Praise God. What am I saying? Tandy has to make a decision. So you as an individual have to stand and make a decision and look at your life and say, let me pause a little bit. I am popular to people. I am popular in my workplace. I am popular in my class. I am popular in my community. I am popular in the place of business. But am I popular in the presence of God? Does God smile when he mentions my name? Does God smile when he sees me? Is God happy with my actions? Is God happy with my behavior? Praise God. It is no longer about what people think. It is no longer about what people are saying. Because people cannot give you life. Hallelujah. When a person is on the verge of dying, when a person is on the verge of losing their life, not a human, not a single human being, not the most intelligent person, not the most scientific person can save them. It only takes the grace of God that a person can return from you know the bed where they were almost dying back to life hallelujah so what am I saying your relationship with God you need to check it 2022 33.33 percent of 2022 has already gone let me repeat out of a hundred percent of 2022 33.33 percent has already gone Hallelujah. Meaning that 33%, you can no longer reclaim it. You can no longer get it back. It has gone. Four months has already gone. You are in the fifth month of the year now. Hallelujah. And you cannot get those months, those, those months again. So it is important that aside from your goals, aside from your plans, aside from you know all the excitement that you have, aside from your short-term goals, your long-term goals, and all the things that you want to achieve, one thing that you must consider as very important is your relationship with your maker. Hallelujah. You might not be friends with Tadala. You might not be fond of Pastor Tadala. You might not be close with Tadala. That's okay. But you need to be close with Jesus. You need to be close with the Holy Spirit. You need to be close with God. You need to be close with the angels because they are the ones that can change your life. They are the ones that can amend your ways. They are the ones who have authority enough to make sure that in 2022 you can survive. 
Praise the Lord. It's not too late. Hallelujah. So I want you to understand that the call of the message, hallelujah, the base of this message is not to scare you. It is rather to give you hope that it is not too late. The fact that you are hearing my voice this moment, the fact that you are watching me this moment, the fact that God has given you the grace, the opportunity to hear this message at such a time, it means God has a reason for your life. It means there is a purpose. Hallelujah. So don't waste it. Hallelujah. Make the most of it. Use this opportunity to turn back to God and say, Father, forgive me. Use this opportunity to say, Lord, change my ways. Use this opportunity to say, Father, I have wasted so many days. I have already wasted four months to fix my relationship with you. Father, help me now. May I change my ways. Praise God. Maybe I wasn't praying. You became a stranger to me in the first four months. But from today, I want to make a plea with you, Father, that I am no longer going to be a stranger. I will try my best to pray every day. I will try my best to read your word. I will try my best to be a better person. I will try my best, Lord, to trust you more. I will try my best to worship you. I know it won't be easy. I know there are going to be challenges. I know there are going to be moments where, Lord, it is too painful for me to get down on my knees. But the Holy Spirit, that's where I need you the most. Hallelujah. As my helper. That in those moments when I am about to give up, in those moments moments when I am shedding tears, in those moments when my heart is broken, in those moments when I am asking why, in those moments when I am saying when, in those moments when I am saying why my family, why us, I am going to still say Jehovah, let your name be glorified. In those moments when I am saying Father, I can't do it anymore. I can't take it anymore. Help me Lord that I may find the strength even if it, it is only an ounce of faith. Even if it is only an ounce of strength, that is enough for me to continue walking the journey with you, Lord. Hallelujah. It's not too late. Praise the Lord. It's not too late. Maybe people are condemning you because you haven't been in the church for a long time. Maybe they are condemning you because you have not been in a, you have not been in a night of prayer for a long time. Maybe you are being condemned because you don't know how to speak in other tongues or to pray in the spirit. Maybe they are condemning you that you don't even know any scripture to recite it off the top of your head. Maybe they are condemning you that you don't even belong to any ministry. Maybe you are being condemned that you are not able to do things that other people are doing in the kingdom of God. I want to say to you specifically that it is not too late. Praise God. Let the others go. Let the others speak. Let the others enjoy. But you focus on your relationship with your maker. Hallelujah. When God was making you, she was not there. When God was making you, he was not there. When God was making you, they were not there. When God was putting together every piece of your being, they were not there. Hallelujah. None of them have a say. They are not part of the cabinet when God is making the decisions. When God was trusting you with your life, when God was trusting you with your daughter, with your son, when God was trusting you with your marriage, when God was trusting you with your relationship, when God was trusting you in ministry, they were not there. Their opinion did not matter. They were not consulted. No one was consulted about your life. But God made a choice to create you the way you are. God made a choice for you to be saved. Hallelujah. So you have to understand that your life is between you and God. God. 
Stop pleasing anyone. It's not too late. Stop pleasing other people. It's not too late. Hallelujah. Focus on your relationship with God. When you and God are okay, everything is okay. When you and God are okay, you don't have to worry about what you hear. When you and God are okay, your faith is, is elevated. Praise the Lord. So what am I saying? It's not too late. Hallelujah. It is not too late because you still have life. You are not in the ICU and on an oxygen machine where you cannot even breathe on your own. You are here listening to my voice. Hallelujah. You are not anywhere where you can't even hear the word of God, but you are here and you are listening to the word of God. Praise God. I consider this a privilege. I consider this a privilege because in the day and age we are living, there are so many things that can keep us busy. It's not about a Sunday. Hallelujah. It can be any other day. We are so busy. There are so many things going on. There are so many things that can disrupt us. We can spend hours. We can spend days in so many other places. But I want to urge you that find time for Jesus. Hallelujah. Find time for God. Find time for the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Find moments in your life where you can say, this moment, this hour, I set it apart for my God. These 15 minutes, these 10 minutes, these 5 minutes, I set them apart for my God. This time, whether I've got visitors, whether I've got friends, whether there is a television show, whether there is anything, an event happening, but this time, I want it to be for my God. Hallelujah. Learn to feel the pain of saying no to other things for Jesus, my God. God. That's a revelation. Learn to feel the pain of saying no to other people for Jesus. My God, that's a revelation. Learn to say no to other people. Learn to make other people not like you for the sake of your relationship with God. Learn not to be popular for the sake of your relationship with God. Hallelujah. Because you would rather be popular with Jesus than being popular with everyone else. You would rather be popular with the angels than being popular with everyone else. You would rather be popular with God than being popular with other people. You can please Tadala. You can please the pastor. But Tadala will not give you life. Hallelujah. Tadala cannot heal you. It is Jesus Christ that has the authority. So when I say it is not too late, I want you to consider, take a moment, think about it, hallelujah, and ask yourself a question. Be true to yourself and say, Tadala, how is your relationship with God? Say to yourself, Tadala, how is your relationship with Jesus? Say to yourself, Tadala, how is your relationship with the Holy Spirit? Say to yourself, Tadala, when was the last time you had a moment, an encounter in the presence of God? And be honest with yourself. Answer yourself and say, yeah, it has been too long. Hallelujah. And say, yeah, my life right now with a relationship with heaven, it is terrible. Be honest and say, right now, if I am to try to call heaven, they will even be surprised because it has been that long. Hallelujah. But it is not too late. Praise the Lord. And now let me finish. Listen to these five statements that I have, all right? I'm finishing. Does your past whisper that it is too late to, to reconcile with God? Let's say that slowly. Does your past whisper that it is too late to reconcile with God? If that's the case, I've got good news for you. It is not too late. Your past can whisper all it wants. Your past can uh, threaten you all it wants. Your past can haunt you all it wants. 
But the truth remains with God, it is never late. With Jesus, it is never late. Make the decision now. The second point is, um, do you sometimes feel like God is so far away and won't listen? Let's rephrase that question. Do you sometimes feel like you have drifted so far from God that God cannot even hear your voice? Do you sometimes feel like you are so far from Jesus that your prayer doesn't mean anything? Do you sometimes feel like you are so far from God that you feel like you are the worst sinner? That you are carrying sin. When you speak, you are thinking you, you think it is sin. When you are thinking, you are thinking it is sin. When you are moving, you are thinking you are a sinner. Let me tell you now that it is not too late for you to go back and say, Jesus, may you wash me. Jesus, may you clean me. Holy Spirit, may you help me. Hallelujah. It's not too late. The third point is, do you perhaps think that you have become a stranger to God? You see, there are times where situations, circumstances can cause you to think that you and God are strangers, that you and God have no relationship, that when you hear of a prayer, you say to yourself, that is not for me. When you hear of Jesus Christ, you say he is not for me. When you hear about the word of God in the Bible, you say it is not for me. When you hear about the servants of God, you say they are not for me. When you hear about prophecy, you say it is not for me. When you hear about praise, worship, you say it is not for me. I want to say to you that it is not too late for you to return and say, Father, reignite that passion for Jesus. Reestablish that hunger for your word. Re-establish that thirst for prayer. Hallelujah. It is not too late. And the fourth point is, has your situation overstayed its welcome? There are situations in life that have been with the people for so long. And because of the length or the period of the situation, it makes people to feel like they are no longer welcome in the presence of God. If that's you, I want to encourage you this moment that it is not too late. The situation may appear to be permanent, but God is able to change it. It's not too late. The circumstance may appear to be permanent, but God is still around. It's not too late for him to change it and bring you back to himself. Jesus Christ said this. He said, if a man, a shepherd, has a hundred sheep and he loses one, Will he not leave the 99 and go after the one? And when he finds it, will he not take it, put it on his shoulder and rejoice that he has found the one asking people to celebrate with him? That was a question. So the same is with your life. If it, is, if, if it happens that you are so far from God, I want you to remember those words, for Jesus, those words of Jesus. I want you to remember that Jesus was speaking about someone like you. Jesus was speaking about someone in your situation. Jesus was speaking about someone who was lost. Jesus was speaking about someone who was no longer favored. Jesus was speaking about someone who had been labeled all sorts of names. Jesus was speaking about someone who had lost the favor. Jesus was speaking about someone who was no longer found in a place of worship. Jesus was speaking about someone who was no longer found in a place of praise. Jesus was speaking about someone who no longer found themselves on their knees. Jesus was speaking about someone who had lost the faith, the trust in the word of God. And he was saying that individual, when they return, when they are found, there is going to be joy with the Father. So it is not too late. You are still sought after by your maker. Hallelujah. And the last point is, are you, are you wondering if things will ever change? 
Praise the Lord. There are moments where when you look at your life, when you look at what you are passing, when you look at what you have passed, you ask the question, will this ever change? When you look at what your family is going through, when you look at the, you know, the amount of challenges that you have to face, when you look at the mountains that you are climbing, when you look at the valleys that you are walking through, when you look at the battles that you are having to face day in, day out, when you look at the amount of mockery that you are facing, when you hear of the amount of people who are talking about you negatively, when you see how many places you no longer feel welcome, do you feel like it will never change? I have got good news for you. It is not too late. Jesus is still looking for you. He is still looking for you. Hallelujah. He still needs you. He still values you. You may be valueless to men, but Jesus, you have got value with him. You may be valueless in society, but with Jesus, you have got value. He still shed blood for you. He still died for you. He was still embarrassed for you. He was still whipped for you. He was still shamed for you. He was still left all alone for you. Hallelujah. So you are precious to him. Praise the Lord. So don't worry about what anyone may say. Focus on you and Jesus. Say, Lord, all I need is for you to repair my life. When your life is repaired by God, everything else falls into place. When your life is repaired by God, everything else falls into place. Hallelujah. It's not too late. Praise the Lord. Let me pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you and I bless you for the word that you gave me, oh Father. I have taught I have preached, I have delivered, I have declared what you gave me, O oh Father. I have not left anything. I have left, Lord God, that which you gave me to them, O oh Lord. It's with them now, O oh Father. And right now I pray, God, that give them wisdom and guidance. That, Father, let their relationship with you become so important. Let their relationship with you, Jesus, become of value. Let their relationship with you, Holy Spirit, become precious in the name of Jesus. Today, remind them that, God, they need to focus on their life with you, God. They need to return to you, Father, and trust you. Lord, I give you praise. I give you honor. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. So that's the word that God had given me for you to say it's not too late. And I want you to go back to that book of Hosea chapter 6 and read it, study it, meditate on it, and then ask God to help you. Praise God. It's possible it might not be easy after so long to pray. It might not be easy after so long to trust Jesus. It may not be easy after so long to go back in his presence. But I want to encourage you that it's not too late. Take the step and God will also take a step towards you. Take a step and Jesus will also take a step towards you. Take a step and the Holy Spirit will also take a step towards you. Take a step and you are going to find that your life is repaired by God. With that, I have come to the end. I am wishing you a beautiful afternoon. Have yourself a blessed week. Enjoy and God lift you. Shalom.